Hi, my name is Victoria, founder of Essentially an Empath, and these are my ramblings. I'm welcoming you into my life where we talk about motherhood, self-care, mental health, empath intuitive psychic abilities, and natural solutions. These are just some of the things that I thoroughly enjoy and love to talk about. So I hope you enjoy these as well. I use a lot of the information that comes through spirit and it's very off the cuff and more than likely will not be edited. (laughs) So I hope you enjoy this from one mom to another. I cannot wait to get on this journey with you. Real quick, good morning. I want to preface this recording with um, the first part of it, the first like seven and a half minutes or so were done while I was in the car and I didn't have my microphone, but that was a true spirit download and I really want you to hear how it comes and I am now making a point of carrying the microphone with me so that you don't hear a lot of loud noises and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay. Happy Monday. I know it's been a few weeks since you have heard from me. I've been doing a lot of deep diving into myself and a lot of other things. Had a few things going on. Kids were not feeling the greatest, so kids will always be my number one priority along with my husband and myself. So something that I wanted to talk about and dive into is a pretty heavy topic that most people don't really necessarily like talking about and or really like acknowledging until recently, right, is therapy, mental support, mental health, mental illnesses, and getting it together. So I don't remember when my first therapy session started. Like, I don't remember the date of my first therapy session, but what I can remember is how I felt when I was in that session and after I left that session. And I remember my therapist looking at me and saying, I promise you that things can get better It may not be tomorrow, it may not be a year from now, it may not be five years from now, but it will get better. I said, okay. And I remember walking out of that appointment thinking, that's a load of shit because I feel like in this dark freaking hole and nothing is going to be able to help me change the way that I feel, the way that I think, that there's no hope for me, I'm a complete failure, and anything I try will completely fail. And one of the things that really has helped me was one of the things that my therapist did say to me is there's a study, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's basically like cows. When they go to eat, they always take the same path day in and day out. And so... In order for them to get to a new location to eat their food, they need to be taught how to get to the new location by rewiring their paths. So basically, in order to get from point A to point Z instead of point B, you have to take a different path. Your brain has to create new pathways within its thinking and its habits to get to the end result that you're looking for, you're hoping for. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on that and, you know, just really know that 
I'm going to work hard at moving the damn cow to the new path. And I did. I worked on that really, really freaking hard. And it's it's been a long, long time to see a light at the end of the tunnel. And like when you're in the thick of the feelings that you are, you know, I've struggled with postpartum anxiety. I have anxiety, normal anxiety, like moderate anxiety prior to having a child or children. <clears throat> They also have PTSD. Um, and one of the things that I remember feeling in that first session is that there is no way that I will be able to walk out of here in one year from now or two years from now, a year and a half from now, whenever, and be able to think that I have my shit together because I very much felt like I was just losing my mind. I did not think that I was capable of creating new pathways in my brain to get to be the person who I am today, essentially. And I am just so freaking proud of myself about it because I just left my last therapy session. It's not my last one forever. Like this last one that I just did on Thursday. So incredibly proud of myself on the things that I have accomplished and the things that I've done. And there's a lot of things that we talk about in my therapy sessions. One of them is of me being a very spiritual person and psychically in tune. And I took the last 90 days and did a Bible plan in you version of the chronological, chronological story of Jesus Christ. I think I've mentioned this before and I'll mention it again. This is the first time in my life, adult or adolescent life that I have read the Bible in any capacity. And I've had a lot of questions about my ability to communicate to spirit. I've had a lot of questions answered in the times that I've prayed to God while reading the last 90 days worth of plan. I will link it so you guys can try it out if you're interested. If not, no big. Everyone has their own path. But anyways, I am very proud of myself because I had a moment today where I went for a physical and I was able to sit there and read the room of what was happening without actually letting the chaos that was unfolding outside of me to sink into myself. I have for years as an empath struggled immensely with absorbing the emotions and energies of everyone else around me. And so one of the things that like I've talked about with my therapist is that, you know, we, I've actually just been reading a book called Grit by I think Angela Duckworth is her name. I'll have to look it up for sure. And what I noticed in the stories, it talks like not the story. It's a developmental book, right? Psychologist book. Um, it talks about grit. So like talent versus skill and effort and how it like all coincides and I wish that like my 16 year old self would have read this book but I also know that this book came into my life when I needed it to I don't think at 16 I would have been ready to digest the information that I'm reading about this book but essentially like I've struggled with it because I for the longest time have known that I've been naturally gifted in hearing spirit and talking to spirit and I've always questioned whether that was right or wrong. And everyone interprets the Bible the way that they want to interpret it. However, 
the last three days of the 90 days of the chronological story of Jesus is the book of Revelations, which is basically one big prophecy. And I told my therapist, like, honestly, like, I had, if I had no clue and, like, having not read the other passages, like, I would have thought that this dude was straight up tripping on some acid or shrooms. Like, the stuff that he wrote about, like, if you've not read it, is pretty freaking trippy. Um... And it astounds me that there are so many people that question the ability to connect to God and spirit, but can still read the book of Revelation and know that John was able to talk to angels and prophesize and see an entire, like, crazy thing happen. Um... I do know I have a lot more to talk about. I just need to take a pause because I have to get inside the house and I will get back to this. Okay, so I am back from checking on the kiddos and I left off on the book of Revelations and how it like astounds me that like everyone comes to their own conclusions. People make their own conclusions about like the Bible and different things like that, which is totally fine. And it does really astound me that there's a separation of being able to communicate to spirit and what God truly wanted. And that's not for me to dive into and totally something for you to dig in on your own. Um, but one of the things that I did want to continue talking about in regards to going to therapy and how it's really impacted and shaped how I have unlearned a lot of the fight or flight methods that I had growing up. So when you live in fight or flight for so long, you only think of you, your survival, your needs, your happiness, your desires, your wants, and really everything else kind of gets pushed to the back. So I, for the longest time, have been asking my husband to have conversations with me about like what our plans are for the week, what our plans are for the day. And really, I was so focused on my fight or flight or fawn or freeze responses and getting out of that to get into my safe space and like feel safe in my body that what I was essentially doing was pushing away like the times that he was actually ready to have those conversations. So for example, I the other day was given time to put away like a buttload of laundry that has been piling up <laughs> like I'm sure every other mom has had this like piles and piles of laundry and my mom was over bless her she totally banged out washing and drying all of the clothes but she's like you're gonna put them away because I don't know where they go so she had the kids she's put it like taking care of them while I was putting away the clothes and it was like great threw on an audiobook was totally jamming and then my husband came in as it was like close to being done and he was like hey so here's my things that I need to do today and I was like okay, well, just, yeah, you do what you got to go do. I'm in the middle of doing my stuff, right? And then I stopped after he walked out of the room. And he was, like, trying to tell me then what he wanted to do, like his to-do list. And my response to him was, okay, go do what you got to do. Like, I don't want to hear it. And then I stopped and thought, wait, I do want to hear it. I, like, shot myself in the foot for hearing it this time. But moving forward, how can I actually open myself to hearing what he says because for so long being in fight or flight or survival mode 
no one else matters. And that has been one of the hardest things being a mom and wife is that fight or flight, you're looking for your safety, you're looking for your safe spot. And other people depending on you or needing you is hard because you're like, well, how do I create my own safety? And then how do I create safety for them? So I don't have the answers to it. I'm still learning how to get there. <laughs> but I am very proud of myself because I am finally in a place where I feel safe enough to let my guard down and know that like I am in my bubble. I'm okay. I'm safe. I am providing my emotional safety needs. No one else has to meet those for me. But I'm figuring out my baseline. And since I'm figuring out my baseline, I am now able to open myself up to tending to other people's emotional needs and wants and desires and happiness. Not that anyone else's happiness depends on me, but I am able to model emotional safety for others, for my family, really. And that's my main goal <laughs> because, you know, when you're in survival mode, it's really hard. And a lot of us in the world are in survival mode because there has not really been an emphasis on emotional safety or mental safety, <clears throat> excuse me, for that matter. So that's something that I just really wanted to talk about <laughs> is, you know, once you give your body the ability to feel safe, you have the ability to dig deeper into harder questions that seem so scary. And especially as an empath, like I mentioned earlier, I was for the physical, right? And I could sense the room. And for so long, old me would totally let all of that just sink right into my body. I would absorb it because I was a sponge. Like I had all these holes in my emotional auric field that I just let everything in. Um, and I didn't that day and I'm so incredibly proud. So this has been a pretty amazing and intense turning point for me where I am actually allowing myself to be who I want to be and pretty much not give a damn about what other people will say I should be doing or need to be doing in order to make myself feel safe, secure, and happy. And that's the hardest thing, especially when you're an empath, because you think that other people have your best interest because you see the good in other people. And seeing the good in other people is a great thing. But if you don't have that solid foundation, man, it's hard to recover from. It really is. Um, so just really wanted to leave that with you for food of thought, you know, I'm not a medical professional. I don't claim to be a medical professional in any shape or form, but if you needed to think about therapy or if you have someone that's been like, oh no, don't do therapy, whatever. No, do it. If it's been on your heart and it's been on your mind, go for it and don't be afraid. So... I hope you enjoyed today and I know that I said today's messages <laughs> were going to be about routines. That is coming because I do have a guest. We just have to coordinate our um, schedule since we both have kids 
and find a time that we can have the kids not be with us so you don't hear screaming in the background. <laughs> um, but we will dive into routines and why they've been so hard, especially for me as someone who hasn't had like when I've been in fight or flight for so long. But until next time, I'm so excited and thank you for listening to today's episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ramblings with Essentially an Empath. I hope you enjoyed today's content. If you happen to really, really love it, I would really appreciate if you took a moment to share with your friends and leave a comment or shoot me a DM at my Instagram, Essentially an Empath, and give me some feedback. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, love from Victoria. Victoria.